0: G'day, guys. Welcome to a brand new episode of the go and Bush Podcast. After three weeks, we've been gone. I'll get a bit more into that later. Uh, but first, we're going to be talking about. Well, currently they're not in the news, but this is Friday, and by Tuesday, they it's probably back in the news. We're going to have a bit of a chat about Russia and uh, their allies and what's coming from them. At least what we both think um, is coming in the future. So go ahead and take it away.
1: Yeah, you, know, you know we were going to yeah. So talk about. Uh The uh, North Korea and uh, Putin's last meeting that they've been having. They've probably been having more meetings than we know about, probably.
0: So apparently, you were saying earlier that they were doing that, or at least the media was making out that that meeting was about um, Putin's short on weapons and he's looking to North Korea to get more. Yes, apparently that's what it's about. Now, see, that to me just says... The, the stupid-ass, what are we going to call them, right-wing media? Would you call them that?
1: Yeah, I suppose, yeah.
0: Stupid-ass right-wing media is not even thinking their things out anymore. Russia has some of the most advanced weapon and military technology in the world. We don't know about it all because they don't show it off. Um, excuse my sniffing. I've still got a little bit of a cold. Um, but North Korea, whilst they show off their weapons all the time, half of them don't work. So it fathoms me a little bit that they would put out the idea that Putin would go to Kim Jong-un to get weapons. It just doesn't really make sense, does
1: it? Well, uh, yeah, but unless it's like there isn't much choice, nobody else is going to give him weapons, I he mean, they just get what he can take, you know? Yeah, with... It's uh, the only thing I can think of, and unless it might be there's, smalls, Unless right?
0: there's material shortages... I can't see that they'd have any other problems in Russia. I mean, it's got such a huge workforce. Uh, it could be just a simple thing as bullets. Yeah, I think it would be a material thing and bullets yes, come under like that. Like
1: I'm thinking um, perishables, we'll call it. Yeah, um, yeah. M- more than hardware. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah, I, yeah know, I think it has to be along the material yeah, line. I think
1: more this yeah. area because, yeah, you're right with the other technology. Although if he hadn't used any of that, so he's got all that.
0: Although if I was him, what I would do is I wouldn't require the weapons from North Korea. I'd require the the materials. Yeah, so i be smarter and stuff like that. Yeah, well, because we know he he knows if he if it's made in his country, it's going to work. Yeah. So you can't really, you know,
1: could be medical supplies, could be anything. Yeah. But it, it doesn't really matter what it is. It's help. It's helping the war. So on his side. So yeah. That. But yeah. that's what the meeting is about.
0: And see, so I think again, if we were to talk about another war um in this case i would call it world war four and i'll go into you know a minute while i think that um i think that the ones we'd be worried about because i think there's going to be three who we'd be fighting and it's going to be russia china and north korea i don't think we need to worry at all about north korea though basically fire a few shots and we'll fire one nuke and they'll be done mm. uh, but china and russia holy shit yeah they're, they're they won't necessarily wipe us out because we've got a lot a lot of countries who would fight against them so it'd be kind of an even an even more in one way mm. um
1: yeah uh, well uh, a bigger weapon is defense that's right you take out things before they hit right? exactly right that's, that's right. where we need to be concentrating that's right. Uh, because considering that you don't know when one's coming, yeah, that's obviously where you've got to concentrate, your defence. And I think... We uh, need to be able to take out anything that comes our way.
0: And I think our, our... I don't know if this is the correct word, but our allyship with China plays a very large part in why we're not already at war with Russia. Yeah. Because they are their allies yeah. and they will back them up. Don't worry about sending stuff out. you yeah, we'll see. We need to protect we can't go against china because of their power and how much the billions and billions of dollars we owe them but if they get the opportunity to uh, align align with russia in a world war they would look at it and go oh bugger the millions of dollars billions of dollars they owe us we'll just take over their land and make it part of us Mm. which is a lot more effective Mm, they get a lot more money out of it so for china it would be a smart option if there is a war aligned with russia because they'll do, probably do a lot better, mm. especially when you combine those two technologies. Well, oh, my God. especially Just in fighter jets, mm. the MiGs and the uh, uh, Sukhois. Mm. If I see one of those flying over the sky, you know it's all over. Because, yeah, there's some... Yeah. Really if
1: you cool. see an F-35 flying no, I wouldn't worry too much about that one.
0: Well, uh, no. See, yeah. I would. I'd be worried the thing's going to crash. All yeah. <laughs>
1: they are up in your backyard, mate.
0: The worst fighter jet mm. they ever... Ever, I told you that was a hunk of shit,
1: and guess what? One crashed the other day. The pilot had to escape out. Didn't it? Did crash eventually? Yeah, yeah.
0: That, but that, how funny was that? The plane kept flying for another ten minutes after the pilot ejected. Yeah,
1: I think I think you couldn't get the autopilot off. And if you can't get autopilot off, it's destined to stack itself. Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, I, I know a lot of countries when it came out, they ordered it. And when they really realise what a lemon it is, they all cancelled their orders. Yes. Our government's still idiot because we've still got them on order, and I think we've got some of them now. But really, just wait until you've designed a better plane. Until then, keep the F 18s going, and America, keep your F-22s yes. going.
1: I think the 35 is a bridge model. There's sure. something new coming.
0: Yeah, but it, it doesn't need to be another one of these bloody VTOL aircraft. No, no, no. I they think need to
1: get rid of that. Yeah, that, they've got to change the way they're doing that. All yeah. right, because the... Even the Osprey's a lemon, right? <laughs> Don't talk to me about that one.
0: I was saying to you before, it's kind of ironic because that thing is such a lemon. But when you play the game Grand Theft Auto Five, it's actually one of the best aircraft in the game. It flies okay, and it's also got a big base inside. Well, it's that's kind of how the aircraft was supposed to fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it how it so flies in the game is how it's meant to be, but
1: yeah, yeah, it's not. It gets it's into it trouble crashes. even on the runway.
0: Do you even do? You, do you actually know how many crashes there have been with those?
1: I. Uh, don't know the details, but I know there's been two in the last year or two. Yeah, there you go.
0: So it'd be quite high for all aircraft. Yeah, and one yeah. recently.
1: Yeah. Uh, one fell off the deck of a boat, one but of the ships.
0: Isn't it kind of surprising, though? There has been so many of them, they're still using them. But what was it? We had a couple of crashes with the Concorde, boom, gone. Yeah. But we still use this military aircraft. Yeah, I think
1: because it's very good at taking payload.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Troop well, carrier type of thing.
1: Yeah. Um. And what surprises me, though, about this, though, in every aircraft made, Mm. before they make the real aircraft, they've made a model and flown it. Yeah. What happened with the Osprey? Because the models that I've seen in the hobby shop don't fly. I was not able to buy one. Having
0: said that, that little one you got last week probably works better than the real thing.
1: Right. Well, that's the only one that really flies properly. But
0: that's because it's got, like...
1: Um, it's 4-prop in a uh, drone configuration. I was
0: going to say, it's got the drone yeah. gyro in so, it. So,
1: you know, really it's a drone. Right? <laughs> it but, is. Um, I bought one from JK, if everyone wants to know. I haven't
0: got it here to show you. should have bought it in. And for any international viewers, JK is an electronical parts store.
1: Yeah. Um, so, uh, um, I thought I'd buy it because it was my birthday coming up actually soon on Sunday this week. Um, and, um, a little present for myself was $25, uh, or 26 something like that. Yeah. Um, and down from like $69 on special. And I couldn't walk past it. I like the Osprey and it, I just sort of felt I needed to buy it because I might be able to get one that actually flies properly. I've got another VTOL aircraft that... Does fly properly, but it's a jet thing. It doesn't look, look like an osprey. I
0: was going to say we, we've got a grant with this little osprey you got. It does have four rotor blades. So it it does already fly better than a normal osprey because it's got four. Not yeah, two. it's got the four. And uh, They don't switch around. Yeah, and
1: and, and it's, it's not a transition. No, It doesn't do the transition. It's one spot. So there's your first problem. Yeah,
0: it, it's literally just a drone in an osprey's body. Yeah, and
1: yeah. the model they made they actually made an osprey proper osprey model, military yeah. one. Yeah, all to spec. Yeah. And the transition was too fast, and you couldn't control it, and you stacked it, Is and you couldn't same fix it. Is that the problem
0: in the actual thing?
1: I don't know if that's the problem in the real one. I don't think so, because the pilot's got full control of that, how fast oh, that goes. It's oh, not actually done by the computer. It's on manual. Thing. Yeah, on the, on the radar control one, the computer does it. Yeah. You haven't got control of it, um, and it falls out of the sky. The jet one that I've got, XK450 it's called, for the viewers at home if you want to know, Buy that one because that one works pretty good. It doesn't look like an Osprey, but it takes off vertical and the front two rotors pull forward and you can fly it. It is a transition aircraft. Mm. Um, The transition into full flight is pretty severe, but it doesn't hit the ground and you can fly it. Yeah, okay. Um, It's experienced pilot in this area as well. I don't fly it in that mode that much, but when you take off and push forward just in hover mode, the, the motors do go forward yeah, about, no, no, about halfway yeah to give the optical illusion that that's what you're doing anyway and it goes forward it's quite good
0: yeah well, with those vertical takeoff is really more just a show off thing yeah and it's got, it's got
1: it's like got it's got three blades to, yeah so these ones that, that do that in the front and there's one at the back in the middle of the fuselage yeah a lot of the models had that yeah and this other one that was in the hobby i had that as well yeah and it didn't work yeah and this one from j is the only one i've seen on the market that actually does work. Mm. It flies, it doesn't fly out of the sky, it does it, it's told, it lands back on its pad.
0: Pretty good. I'd recommend it, mm.
1: actually. Anyway, anyway, going on, yes. Exactly. Uh, yeah,
0: so uh, let's let's jump a bit onto the Ukraine bit because to me that's interesting because it, it everything we've seen on our media is completely one-sided. Yeah. We haven't been seeing both sides and I know people wouldn't necessarily say this, but I haven't, when I'm seeing these these people who have been affected by the war whether it's lost their homes got hurt whatever i'm not hearing them say anything in regards to the russians all i'm hearing is help us please stop the war please stop the shooting that sort of stuff which yes you would still say but i've heard absolutely nothing from the ukrainian people directing at russia Mm. that leads me to another thing that in in uh it was 2014 there was a Oh, for lack of a better word, a, 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 a sort of a, a civil crisis in that some Russian um, rebel troops had invaded, rah, 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 There was a lot of shit going on for a while. And eventually to, to bring an end to it all, they, the, the Ukrainian government decided, all right, we'll do a referendum to see whether the Crimean people want to become a part of the Russian Federation or stay as part of Ukraine. The majority voted to become a part of the Russian Federation. And at this point, Ukraine did not honour that referendum. Which is a horrible thing to do. You, I mean, you could try and imagine our government going against a referendum. Mm. You just you're not allowed to do that. Mm. Obviously, something in Ukraine law allowed him to do that. Um, so, and is he all he, I've heard the Russians mention um, stuff about crimes against humanity per- uh, perpetrated by the Ukrainian government. Um, there are a lot of them. Um, you only have to look on Google for these. Well, maybe not Google, but they're out there. You can see it. They're on YouTube.
1: Um, I like and, the way the United States has been able to fight Putin from under yeah, the radar. Yeah, so,
0: and that's the other thing I was going to say. So under at the, the moment, I think we've got a lot of people who actually, Ukrainian people, who actually want to be part of the Russian Federation because from what it seems like the Ukrainian government ain't great. Yeah. Um, But it has also been another, uh, uh an operation, um because as we were sort of saying before, the Russian, uh sorry, the Americans cannot, invade Russia without justification yeah this Ukraine crisis gives them that justification yes, it has. It has. and we'll I think give
1: you all the weapons and you guys use them yeah
0: and you you know what
1: you're fighting for us
0: again and oh, I think this is great China plays a very large part in why we haven't already invaded yes. there, I'm not sure I'm sure that there is tons of other factors but I believe this is also a factor in that because China's allied to them and us we can't risk pissing them off. Because they'll go and back Russia, and if they back Russia, we've got a serious war-, war on our hands. Yeah. So we can't risk pissing them off. And I think that's one large factor as as to why the invasion hasn't quite yet happened. Yeah. Maybe, for all I know, we could be trying to get, right now, the reason we haven't gone in could be because the US is trying to get China on side. Mm. I don't know. Mm. But there's definitely a reason why we haven't, or, well, we'll we're going to follow the US, so whatever. Mm. Yeah. But there has to be a reason right now why the US hasn't invaded Russia. There's got to be something stopping them. Because we know what Russia's like. They, they, uh, sorry, the US is like. They love to storm into everywhere and take over. And yeah. There's got to be a reason why they haven't done it yet. Whether it's they haven't got the weaponry to take on a country so large or I don't I know what it is. a lot of the
1: problem in the past has been the distance between the two countries. Agreed. You haven't had the firepower to travel that far.
0: Well, see, no, that was the we thing. We would have now. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I can't answer for the US because I really don't remember. Mm. But during the Cold War, um, for example, Cuba is a perfect example. They had, Russia placed um, nuclear missile bases there so that they could hit the US. So during the Cold War, Russia was always able to fire a nuclear missile and hit the US. I don't know if the US was had... Those capabilities. I'm not sure they might have. They mm. probably did if they went to Alaska. They could hit Russia mm. straight from Alaska. Alaska used to be a Russian territory. Mm. Um, But yeah, they've they all been deactivated after the end of the Cold War. They were deactivated. Well, um, I don't
1: think we even need them now. We've got no, ballistic missiles and stuff which can go all right around the world yeah. without even launching an aircraft. Exactly. So and you've got to
0: remember, though, the Russians have the same stuff yeah, or we, better. We've all got it. Everyone's exactly. Yes. It. It's. Yeah.
1: it's, it's it's how, it's how we have to be. Everybody's got to have the same uh, to maintain stability.
0: But I also, I'll go back to something I said. I'll go back on hmm. the reason I believe. Like, little,
1: little fucking children. Everyone's <laughs> got to have the fucking same shit, right? Although it will be an argument.
0: Well, yeah. Well, it's the same. And you can't have it if they don't have That's it. That's
1: right. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. If you got one for the whole for everyone, well, put it away. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, uh,
1: we were going on with the...
0: Actually, um, uh, oh that's the first time you've thrown me off and it worked. Oh, yeah. Well done. Mm. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, yes. Yes, sorry. So about World War, why I consider, I would consider a, a Russian war, World War Four, Because a, a world war is not defined by multiple countries fighting other multiple countries. It's defined by a large majority of countries fighting a war. And so I say we've been in World War Three ever since about 2001, 2002, when we invaded Afghanistan, Iraq. We've been in bloody Libya, all those Middle Eastern countries. We started back then. And yes, there wasn't a lot of sides competing against us. There's only two, well, let's say up to five people competing against us. But there was a very large majority of the countries around the world pretty much every member of the un was there fighting so that is a world war we're just not calling it that yet and we don't call it that because calling it that uh, instills fear in people that they don't want even though they want us to have fear of a lot of things world war apparently doesn't the fear doesn't work for the world Mm. um but yeah i think we're I really don't know what's going to happen because it's really hard to tell because we've got one-sided media.
1: Well, it brings me to it's one of three things, sort of thing. And we mentioned the World War 4, 3, whatever you want to call it, which we're already in. Uh, It's probably not that then. Uh, Then we've got the meteorite that's coming to wipe out the Earth. And then we've got uh, global warming. And if you want to pop a fourth one in, we'll have famine. The food's running out.
0: Yeah, but would that be worldwide or would that be now, People
1: that can eat insects <laughs> will be fine.
0: So Africa's fine? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um, Cambodia and uh, Taiwan, they're all pretty and good. I,
0: I'm just going to preface this by saying no offence because I think this culture is awesome. But also the Aborigines.
1: Yeah. For as long as there's chocolate, insects will be fine. Well, well, for
0: aborigines, it. so long as there's witchetty grubs, they're fine. That's they, you love. Those, well, the, if I yeah. have
1: to eat insects, I need a bowl of chocolate. I reckon that uh, that'll do it.
0: Uh, to be honest, the only insect I think I could eat would be you know, uh, earthworms. Because mm. earthworms. Cause oh yeah. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think I could eat anything else.
1: Oh. I was yeah. going to start with
0: crickets, really. Yeah, and cockroach. You've thought about this too much.
1: Ah, oh, because <laughs> I've seen me frogs eat them, and I know they're safe. <laughs> <laughs> start there.
0: A frog can eat a bloody bee and blowfly. I still wouldn't hmm. eat one of them. They well, can like eat the skin goes, I wouldn't well, eat
1: one. Like I said, we'll start with the crickets. All right, we'll get on to the
0: staple stuff later. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the that's actually going along that. Yeah, I think if there was to be a famine, I think it would be to do with disease.
1: Yeah, we'll have to be ca- I think that's a yeah. high possibility. Yeah. Could be another um, one of these viruses will come again. Yeah, but
0: I think it'll be heavy if it, there's a famine it'd be that virus would be heavily in a lot of foods. Yeah. Which would cause us to not eat those foods for a while. Yes. Which would be a lot of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So famine's a big possibility.
0: As weird as it sounds, out of those four possibilities, for mine and your lifetimes, um, which isn't you know, as long as most other people mm. You're already older I haven't got a, lot, a long life Yeah I'm an old bastard Yeah, what are you, you're going to be 61 in two days 61 And whilst I'm just, No no And whilst I'm 33 yeah, My body is uh, a bit I, beat I,
1: up I'll be old oh, 61 I think yeah, On Sunday Yes I will be I'm oh, sorry Yep
0: No 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 You've got to have them down here Oh down further yeah. Yeah, There we go uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: By the way Have you seen Have you seen
0: my walking stick I think I it somewhere I've got a few oh, Which one Right mm-hmm messed up thing is we both actually have them And we both actually yeah. need them at times no, I've
1: even got a scooter Anyway, right Back yeah, on the come program on, That you use because <laughs> it's funny It'd be another, That'd be another episode Uncle Linton stuff
0: <laughs> he, li- he doesn't need to But he literally goes down to the shops on a mobility scooter Yeah, Because his do. dad gave it to him when he passed
1: I've got to make sure I use the battery <laughs> You know what I do these days I go down the street and I get flowers from people's gardens On my scooter For the butterflies In the butterfly house <laughs> And when someone pulls me up, they think I'm getting them for the misses or something. And when I explain to them what I'm doing, they Oh, I've got somewhere at the back. They want to help me now. Like, when yeah. I go in the car, I get told off. <laughs> when I go on the scooter, they help me.
0: <laughs> You're like turning into a true old man more and more every day. Yeah.
1: No, but the real reason I go on the scooter is because it's very easy to, I'm on the footpath already, to just stand up on the scooter and pick some flowers off a tree. When I go <laughs> in the car, I've got to stop the car, put the blinker on, get my seatbelt off put the car in safe mode because it's a new hybrid thing and it starts beeping and carrying on and oh my god open the doors all this noise shut the door bang Now everyone's coming out I haven't even got to the flowers yet right
0: no no take the scooter much better All <laughs> uh, I'm going to pull him up because if I don't stop him you'll keep raveling on yep. um, so but yes yeah, so for our lifetime as weird as it might sound I think the most likely thing happening is a meteorite Yes. I think global warming is past mine and your lifetimes.
1: No, I wouldn't say that myself. I mean, unless you're going to die tomorrow.
0: (laughs) I don't think global warming is going to destroy the... Like, I don't think the global warming they're talking about where we can barely breathe and all that. I don't think that's going to be our lifetime.
1: Yeah, well, it's coming fast.
0: It depends, because it does still take a while.
1: I think it's a race between global warming and, and that meteorite.
0: Yeah, the world... I don't know if we'll ever declare a world war again. No, there's no need to. We're already in it. Yeah, and declaring it just doesn't...
1: What are you declaring? Well, because you've got
0: to remember, too, it doesn't just affect the people, it affects businesses, Uh, industries, everything. Yeah. yeah. So they can't use that term. Yes. So if we don't call
1: it war, business goes on as usual.
0: That's right. Or if we call it a war on terror, it's very, very justified. Yeah, and it's specificised. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I think is... uh, most likely out of those three options
1: and the war on plastic speaking of wars on things (laughs) that's another episode because that's a big issue yeah all the plastic is washing up on people's shores in other countries
0: yeah and we're still recycling shit all
1: yeah I know shit all I mean what a joke It is ridiculous. I asked someone the other day they went to Coles they're all doing the paper bag stuff now yeah so in in that paper bag have a look how much plastic packaging is on all the items in there and you say one piece of plastic on your bag, next time you go shopping, before it even goes in the bag, on when you put it out on, on yeah. the on, on the thing for the lady to do the scanning, yeah. have a look at all the plastic in your shopping. Mm, it's That's all. I just thought I'd say that. You know what I'm Another time
0: we've got to talk Kind of messed up is when it goes to the recycling places... If there's even slot, like one slight little bit of a food item, whether it's grease, whether it's an actual piece of food, goes to normal trash. As they won't can, recycle it. Yes. Even though it goes through these machines where it's dyed, it's yes. fucking bleached, yeah. still won't do it. And, we and, can recycle that.
1: And the other thing that people don't realise is, well, about 11 o'clock, all your recycling stuff, the truck's picking up, mm. all the recycling joints are full at 11 o'clock. So
0: they dump it in the normal
1: dumps. Yeah, so all, all the bins picked up after that, to 1 or 2 o'clock when they're Just go to the regular tip. Straight down the tip. Yeah. yeah and that That's, was on Current Affair or something a while back. Well, there's a That's lot. It's actually a true story.
0: We're encouraging... It's
1: still happening today.
0: We're encouraging recycling by voice, hmm. but we're not encouraging yeah. recycling yeah. by action. And actions. I'm
1: not picking on the garbos? That's not their what fault. What are they going to do? It's, it's not it. their fault. It's but higher up. Go. <laughs> well,
0: sorry. And <laughs> we're closing more yeah. tips I'm, now. We're I'm not building them. on the garbos. Great no. job that they're doing. It is. It's not their fault at all. No. And but their job is just a,
1: merely stating what was actually happening.
0: Yeah, I think we wouldn't, we'd be very surprised just how frustrating it is to mm. be one of those truck drivers because yeah. it's quite an annoying job. Yeah. No, and they have to switch sides all the time.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. We've got a good relationship yeah,
0: with our but one. Yeah, but it's starper ups. It's the up, upper people. They're, they're fucking it up. And yeah. as you, you've you seen, we've, we're, last 20 years, we've been closing tips down, not yeah. opening new ones. Yeah. I'm sure we are, but not as many. Yeah. So. We it, need to do it, more actions with recycling, not just speaking. Yeah. In the old days, before
1: mobile phones, you'd turn on your UHF radio and you can hear them telling each other, no, 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 no it's closed. You might also go straight out to bloody linders. That's right. <laughs> so, so, but yeah. Yeah,
0: so recycling really is just a whole other subject. Mm.
1: Um, I saw something very funny the other day on TV. What was that? In America. I was watching the M- NBC thing. Yeah. And they just put this on. Yeah. A guy was... Uh, transporting a bull Yeah In his car A full grown bull Yeah what sort of car Are we talking about uh, It was like a um, A Toyota Four cylinder Toyota oh, what Corolla Or something right How did he get it in there He cut half the car out He cut half the roof out And half the, Took all the seats out On the left hand side Or right hand side Whatever oh. Um, On the right hand side I think Yeah because the left hand Over there Wait where is it In America oh. <laughs> I explains he it. He was driving down the road, and this bull had horns. This be one of those ones had the long horns out like that. Jesus! It was alive, right? In his car, that he'd got the grinder out, and he put all padding, all padding in it, so did, the bull didn't hurt his legs. Had padding on the side, a couple of pallets on the side. He put on the side was some padding, and the cops had pulled him up. And it was just on the news that what goes on in America. And the cops told him they couldn't fine him for it. There was no fine for it apparently, and they told him to take. The bull back home so turn the car around yeah drive it again with a bull in it take it back home and do it the right way That's i what mean was i told think to do.
0: we'd have animal laws that protect against that here like I what just, the f-
1: it's probably on youtube now look it up guys Yeah, but you've
0: got to remember this is also the country where they have freaking tigers gorillas yeah. and
1: shit as yeah. pets man man
0: drives bull in his car Actually, you know, did, going to the vet, apparently. Oh, I had actually Jack Osborne. I'm not going to get this right, but it's still going to be funny. Mm. He said a joke the other day. I was watching the Osborne's podcast. The mm. family has a podcast now. Mm. Anyway, Jack said, you know, I wonder, does Charles ever send Camilla dick pics and say, look, Camilla, the double crown jewels? <laughs> <laughs> I like
1: that one. Oh, speaking of jokes, I made a joke. Oh, here I we go. I made a joke, right? So what do you get when you cross a helicopter with a jumper?
0: I'm just going to say Osprey because we're talking
1: about it. Uh, No, you get a bad (laughs) takeoff. You know a jumper, pullover? You get a bad (laughs) takeoff. That's a dad joke if I ever heard one. Uh, uh, Well, I I thought it was funny. Maybe it's an aircraft joke. Could be. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, definite dad joke, that one. Yeah. Um, no, I liked it, yeah. But I want to talk about something a bit more serious, and it's I, I, the reason I want to talk about this is because I think there needs to be a bit more knowledge out there, and I know we're not widely popular or anything, but even if it takes time, people see this, and this information gets out there. You your thought, well, we're not popular. <laughs> Okay, go on. Sorry, sorry. I don't go even on. have anything to say to that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need a drink.
0: You're just a bloody actor. I've still got more work to do when I get I, home. I'm
1: used to having an audience. <laughs> I'm used to having people
0: laugh at me. Anyway. Mm. So, as you know, yes, we go gone for three weeks. Um, this is going to be a little bit more detailed, but kind of has to be to, get you, to give you the full picture. Uh, so... Uh, March twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. I had a very, uh, very serious heart attack, <clears throat> and I uh, basically I have uh, something called coronary artery disorder, which basically means my arteries are narrow. Um, so basically, oh, you might want to put your hands over your ears because I know this grosses you out a bit.
1: Yeah, I'll just right? yeah yeah. Uh, um, I'll start sweating in the corner.
0: <laughs> basically, I'm not going to tell you how they do it because it's, it's a bit. It's a big. <laughs> Uh, graphic but i had to have a balloon put in my artery which opens it up yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i could do a lot worse than that the procedure is horrible mm. um which thankfully i did fall asleep for um anyway yeah. so um obviously i am 33 so i'm quite young to have had that heart attack um there's been a lot of contributing factors to why i did have a heart attack so early whether it's Smoking cigarettes since I was fifteen. Whether it's um, abusing synthetic cannabis for uh, from 2011 to December 1st, 2016, Um, and we'll never truly know what that damage did because it was always changing. Its um, you wouldn't have been to do the 20
1: bongs you had before.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I never smoked that much here. I don't. I don't smoke. Because nah, we're in yeah. a country where it's illegal. that's right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I didn't
1: say what was in the bong. <laughs> just shut <it> up. You <laughs> gotta
0: get us in trouble. Oh, the tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, go on. Anyway.
0: So that basically meant um Yeah, so basically my heart isn't in great shape. Um and it's It hasn't got a great outlook because I did have a heart attack so early in life. Um, They expect that I'll have the next heart attack in about eight years. Um, Personally, I think that's going to be the one that takes me in the very short part. Um, I felt like I've always known when I'm going to die. and I've always known I'm going to die in my early 40s. Um, And they've said I'll have a heart attack around then, so it kind of matches up. Anyway, so that means I have to keep a bit more close eye on my heart. So a, a few weeks ago, it was actually the day we were meant to film this episode. Um, I, I felt really out of it multiple times, like I was going to faint, and had already been having a problem um, with my arm, chest, and back. It was that I'd been losing strength um, in my left arm, and that this is basically what caused this whole thing to happen, because it turned out that was actually just a pinched nerve. Um, but they take extra precautions because of my heart. So I went to the doctors to get it checked out. Um, and because of my strength, he was he was a bit worried, so he called an ambulance for me. It um, wasn't an emergency or anything like that. He just didn't want me to drive over to the hospital. Um, they took me in. I um, basically had to wait a while, and they did a chest X-ray, which I, f- I found a little funny because... Um, we got to see the results on a on a page later on. Now, even though it's not bad, it's at whatever same it would be for anyone who smoked like I have. But it said on the report that I actually have emphysema. But they didn't tell me that. Mm. It was just on the report, but they didn't mention that anyway. Mm. So they did all the stuff and I did a quick ultrasound of my heart. And I say a quick one because that's important for a bit later on. Um, and basically there was nothing, but they were a little bit worried about my ECG, which if you want to know what that is, when you're in TV shows, when you see the beep, beep, it's basically that, but it prints out on paper. There was an, uh, abnormal, abnormality, whatever you want to call it within that. Um, now that didn't definitely mean a blockage, but, um, they couldn't, or they, they, I think they spoke to three cardiologists that night. I couldn't all agree whether or not there was a blockage. Um, ended up being a majority thing where two of them said it was. Um, now, this is where things take a bit of a turn. I, um, I, don't, I don't like to make it seem like this is hard or I struggle with but the reality is I actually do struggle with this, um, and it does get very hard. I have really bad anxiety, um, and depression and all that, but the anxiety is, um, can get really bad. Um, and a hospital is one place where it can get bad, especially if they want me to stay overnight. Um, now, at my hospital, I went to, a, because I live in a regional area, it's not a big hospital. So they basically said we can't, um, I'm not going to describe it, but basically to do that stent, they have to do something called an angiogram and it, basically they are having a look with a camera. I'm not going to tell you how they do it, because it's, like I said, it's graphic. Um, But they have to do that to look, and they have to do that to also put the balloon in, which is the stent. Um, They wanted to do that, but they also said we would like to do, I don't know if it was an MRI or an ultrasound or an echo, I don't know. Basically, they wanted to do a full-on ultrasound of my heart. And that would have, if there was a blockage, that would have showed them um, what was going on. Then they would have done the angiogram. Uh, my hospital there doesn't have those resources so they were going to get me to go to Monash which is our leading um, cardiac hospital in Australia I think it's one of the leading hospitals in the world for everything actually especially IVF um, and yeah I, it is Yeah, yeah. Um, they said you're going to have to stay overnight and then we'll get an ambulance to transport you um, and then we don't know when you'll get the test. we we'll have just got to get you there and wait until you get fit in into an appointment uh, into a surgery thing. Um, and this was this immediately raised my anxiety into a point where I was almost in a panic attack. Um, where because especially if I get confusing information and misleading information, that makes it even worse. Um, this guy had already he was an he was an all right cardiologist, but he did a couple of things wrong later on that turned out to be a problem but this the first cardiologist had told me that they might possibly look at putting this it's not a pacemaker but it's like it's an electrical device they put on your heart um so they can control it remotely to keep your heart in beat. because they think that the, my rhythm might be a bit out and something else i can't remember what it is but that device would keep it in now i know um that would probably change my quality of life and possibly or it might help my heart um, it's a little hard. um I'm not going to go into details on this well my mum my mum's got one yeah so does my grandmother hmm. um she doesn't but, seem to have too many problems so um well, there is actually complications from and they've read out the list of which yeah, has made things the, worse that there
1: can be that's right
0: um Oh, shit, I forgot where it was. Oh, yeah. Um, I had something happen to me in year nine. Um, Something that left scars on me for many, many years, physical scars. Um, And when they were telling me they had to cut me open and that there would be a scar there, that's no go for me. Um, For for a very long time I couldn't, those scars were on my thighs and for many years I couldn't even look at my own thighs, I couldn't wear shorts that went past, went up past my knee, I wouldn't let anyone, because it was truly horrible to look at Um, and because that was a traumatic experience um, I've noticed in the last 10 years that um, unfortunately I have certain triggers but um uh, unfortunately, a flashback can be set off about that event um, and having that uh, scar on my chest uh, hold on, sorry it's a little bit hard to talk about. having that scar on my chest and seeing it every day would be very very hard, and I would always be worried about having flashbacks or panic attacks right now i can't i I'm not in a mental state where I could have that. It would just cause me constant anxiety um endless endless amounts um but the, the part i really want to talk about is we're still learning a lot about these mental issues anxiety depression all of that um but I have to admit, the the team at Monash and what's actually called the Victorian Heart Hospital, which is where all the cardiac people have gone from Monash, which more people need to know about because a lot of doctors don't know that Victorian Heart Hospital is now open. Fantastic hospital, full of staff, um, well-educated. Unfortunately, the, the one downside is that the fact that they are new and they don't have a lot of patients there's a lot of doctors and not enough patients. So you have end up having multiple doctors coming in and telling you different information. And it gets very confusing and sometimes the doctors don't talk to one another. Again, the, the team at Victorian Heart, beyond magnificent. These guys are absolutely fantastic. They are the top of their class and it is also a learning hospital, but th- these are fantastic people. Um, And one of the problems is this is something they don't educate you about in medical school is how to deal with people with anxiety they I, i noticed they were trying to do their best they really were but it was very very hard for them to understand what was going on in my head um i went back to the hospital three times because we thought it just kept getting messed up um I was happy to stay one night, but then it was thrown up in the air how many days I could be staying there. They were telling me I was gonna get the MRI ultrasound thing. Then they were saying, we're gonna send you straight for an angiogram. Mm. Then they're saying that electrical device won't be fitted until later in life. So there was really all this confusing information coming in and out that was making my anxiety worse. I didn't know if I was gonna be staying there more than one night. Um, Again, I have a dog that I'm very, very attached to. And the only time I can really go away from him is when I go camping other than that. He's, he's my rock and I need him. And they even said to me, is there any way we can get you to stay or do you want your mum and dad to stay? I said, if you, put my, if you put my dog in the bed next to me, I'll stay, which obviously they can't do. Um, they were trying to understand my anxiety, but because what they're trained in is their minds going, looking at your heart. And I fully understand that. They're, they're trying to make sure I don't have a blockage. They want me to be taken care of. But it's very hard for them to understand why I wasn't able to stay, why I couldn't beat it. Um, I think and another problem with that hospital is I don't actually believe they have a psychologist um, on the staff. So there's not someone who can come and talk to you about things. Um, And I think if we had out the general staff, and I'm not just talking about doctors, I'm talking about nurses too, um educated on anxiety and mental illnesses not only could it help their patients but it could also help so much of the staff um they obviously feel a lot more comfortable dealing with each other because you know this is something out on the table everyone's talking about it um and yeah it it would really help a lot communicating with patients because as we know anxiety and depression and all those things uh, uh more people have got it than ever before. COVID did a, played a large part in that. Um, but I would just like to be able to say that yes, I and I know there's not a lot of you, but I understand the things you go through in the hospital with anxiety. You're not alone with that because anyone with anxiety, I can guarantee you, absolutely hates the hospital. It's full of people. Um,
1: Yeah, I don't like hospitals No, I I always get the
0: thing about the diseases You know, you're going in And there's more chance of you catching a disease in there Than there is out in the free world Yeah So, and that was kind of funny Because we'd been in the hospital at Warrigal on Tuesday And on Friday, I had this horrible cough Yeah So, I can't definitively say I got it from there But it was kind of funny A couple of days after I'd been to that hospital, I'm sick that I was—I was actually worried about that too. I was trying to hide the cough when I was in hospital because I'm thinking if they think I've got COVID or something, they're, gonna, they're definitely going to want to keep me in. Yeah. So I'm trying to hide that the whole time, but it turns out they weren't too worried about it. Um, but I think that the last lady who dealt with me, she was also a doctor. She was a bit more understanding, and I'm—I'm—I could be again, I could be wrong, but I'm going to guess she knows someone with anxiety problems because she seemed to have a little bit of experience um dealing with them Mm. um but most of them just couldn't understand um how i would put my anxiety um Mm. ahead of my physical health well i'm similar with my knee yeah you won't go to hospital for that no they're talking about replacement aren't they yeah Yeah.
1: my doctor discusses surgery and stuff yeah that's the last thing that i'm going to be doing right
0: And that's quite involved. Yeah, you scarring, know, and stuff scarring staying it, in and hospital.
1: And, uh, I don't like hospitals. I don't no. want surgery if I can get out of it. So, as long as I can take medication.
0: And I, I if look, I, could I don't rest know. My if, life, I'll be happy. Everyone's the same with this. Yeah. But as soon as I walk through those doors, I feel the sense of death. And
1: yeah. I don't know there's a lot of good I that happens in hospitals. Any surgery, but it's just. As far as I'm concerned.
0: It's like a thick cloud yeah. when you're walking. It's just. Yeah. Death and unless, and I can, and unless I can't walk. It's
1: well, got that bad, and I'll have story. to. I'll have to you yeah. know? As long as I can still walk, I
0: won't be able to now Yes, yeah, so, But basically what I, I'm trying to get at is I think what needs to happen is we need to have more mental illness um, education within the hospitals, mm. within these medical places. Where, When you're saying that, it sounds like they should already have that knowledge, but they don't because anxiety and depression and all those mental illnesses, you could still... In regard, in regards of research, still a relatively new topic. It, it is twenty, thirty years old that we've been studying it. But in regards to uh, human beings, that's it's not very long. Mm. Um, but yeah, as much as they were great, it was it was really, really, really hard. Um, and the night that I got home, and I realised I wasn't going back. Um, it all came down on me like a ton of bricks it was sort of like every single day that i'd been in hospital and i'd been coming in and out um it was like every all the fear of every day and all the anxiety of every day i was there just all came back all of a sudden Mm -hmm. and i felt so bad that i there was something that happened in 2019 where i couldn't leave the house for like three months um in that night i felt that bad again that's how shit I felt because that's, that's unfortunately one one of the effects of anxiety is that it can all come back on you when you start, when it's all over. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was just, re- I, even at points, and thankfully my mum and dad were there, but with one of the doctors, I was in so, I was going so much into a panic attack. All I was able to say is, I can't say words because that my head so much is going on in my head that I literally can't say anything I can't make out words um which funny well no not funny enough but when I actually had the heart attack to make it even worse I was also having the worst panic attack of my life so I couldn't communicate with the paramedics I could only nod my hand nod my head yes or no that was horrible um but yeah it just sort of struck me that they were all really good at what they do but they just don't know how to handle mental illness and I every time I left I felt really bad thinking they're yeah they're just trying to do the best for me but then I just had to remind myself they don't understand um and look ever since I've got it out I feel absolutely fine I haven't had any of those pains I did some exercises so I've got my strength back in in my left arm I haven't had any chest pains or anything like that um, and they did say that my that irregular thing on the ECG could be caused by, I don't know, some other thing. It's nothing too serious. Um, but you know, to, I'll just
1: I'll just add a little thing in there, which the doctors won't tell you. Mm-hmm. That when you have a little bit of a heart attack, yeah. sometimes it clears the arteries. It can. So that maybe they that's happened. They usually do that when they go in. Maybe that's happened. That's possible. Because you course. could for about a couple of years?
0: Yeah yeah well see the other thing is they that they worry about is that the balloon can break down which it hasn't happened yeah um i know i'm not a doctor but i feel very confident in saying i am fine i don't have a blockage however i am seeing my doctor on tuesday that was the nearest appointment i could get he's a fantastic doctor and Mm -hmm. that's why he's highly in demand truly the best doctor i've ever had and I don't know anyone who's going to be watching this in my area, but anyone who is, you want a good doctor, Alex Roman. He's an absolutely fantastic doctor, best I've ever had. Um, so I'm seeing him on um, Tuesday, and he is very communicative with my cardiologist. So he'll probably, um, through him, I'll probably be able to get an appointment. He'll do a checkup on men. He'll probably do the ultrasound, uh, and they'll find there's absolutely nothing there. But because of my history and because i don't have the best of hearts they take those extra precautions um and luckily like I said my instinct tells me I'm clear so I was lucky that my panic attacks weren't blocking me from getting treatment that I actually needed um but yeah all I can say is because I know if I needed it I should have stayed and I think what would have helped that is the staff being more educated on mental illness and also being able to speak to a psychologist or counsellor, whatever you want to call them. Um, I think that would have really helped. And I think without it, there was just, without them knowing and understanding what's going through my head and how to work with me, there was just no way they were keeping me there. And so every time I had to sign one of those releases, signing out against doctor's orders or some shit, something like that, so yeah, I just wanted to say that, and it also is sort of nice for me to get all that off my chest because I haven't been able to speak to my psychologist. Um, I haven't got, had an appointment with her, um, but it's nice to get that off my chest. But it also, I just want to get out there that we do need to educate um, hospital staff more about mental illness. And also, if you're out there and you've been through any of this stuff, especially with any form of anxiety with hospital, you know, as much as you may think you are, other people are feeling the same thing. You're definitely not alone. And there, in fact, is help out there. And you can choose what sort of the help is. You can talk to someone like me online. And believe me, there's plenty of places online where you can talk to people in these situations. There's counsellors. There's beyond blue. There's tons of ways you can deal with this. But you got the, the problem a lot of us deal with, we feel alone. We feel like no one else knows what we're going through. For the most, you know, we don't 100% know what you're going through, but a lot of us have an idea. And we're out there. We're, you're not alone. There is a lot of us out there. In fact, there's more now than ever. So doesn't matter where you go. There's always going to be someone to talk to. There's all these free services available, Headspace, Beyond Blue. Um, I can't even think of them all. They're the Australian ones. I'm sure there's um, ones in America. Um, suicide Hotline, I've been told, is actually quite good in America. There's a lot. And like I said, the point is, regardless of how you feel, there are other people going, other people in the world going through very similar things and know what you're feeling. Um, so that was basically all I, um, yeah, I really just wanted to get that out. And I know we don't have a lot of viewers, but even if this takes 10 years and someone in a shit place then sees it, uh, I've achieved a goal. Um, so I think I'll wrap it up there. Yeah, and, I just
1: uh, I just wanted to say, uh, just uh, a, a bit of a thought for the viewers before we go. Yeah, yes. Just to help them out with
0: the housework. It's almost like a Jerry Springer's Jerry Springer's final thoughts.
1: Yeah, just just uh, a thought that uh, might help in the in the uh, uh, housework area, something that I've come up with. Yeah. And I've worked out how to wash the floor, you know, and mop the floor, and all that. Yeah. And do the dishes at the same time with the dishwasher. So we load the dishwasher and we put twice as much dishwasher oh liquid you in take
0: as the w- hose into the bucket
1: no 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 we, we put twice as much dishwasher liquid in as we yeah. need in the dishwasher yeah and start it yeah then the dishwasher foams up and overflows and all the suds come out onto the floor and you get the mop and you mop the floor mop up and mop the floor at the same time i <laughs> thought it was brilliant no mop required no, no bucket well no you still need the bucket because you've got to ring out the mop no no you just just put it back outside <laughs> let it drip out that's all you do and you're done all done I, it happened the other day and I went this is brilliant I
0: couldn't believe it I thought I would think i would make your floor slippery using dish soap no it works
1: great it was really
0: good yeah. mm. anyway yeah. I just
1: thought I'd just share it with the viewers because it was uh, you know I didn't have to mop the floor because i already done it yeah. alright it's good
0: that's all from us for now I'm Rocky and
1: yeah, no, I'm going to change channel no no I'm Froggy
0: <laughs> we'll see you next week
1: yeah yeah and don't forget to push those buttons
0: I forgot again.
1: So yeah. Yeah, so I
0: think